there is a scene that is displayed in the first reading, which uh, actually complements the gospel we heard. The scene that one side, the ungodly men, the other side, a virtuous man. So that scene actually displays the difference between the ungodly and the virtuous or godly man. The ungodly say to themselves, you know, this life is short and it's a repetitive thing that we live and, uh, you know, we come to an end and we descend to the heights. There's no coming back from there. It's a sort of thinking which is challenged by the virtuous man who in some ways actually disapproves their way of thinking. There's a big difference between the one who believes in God and afterlife and the one who does not the one who does not believe in God and afterlife and the one who believes in God and afterlife. So they say, you know, in his presence we feel threatened, uh, we feel we are wrong, and that uh, you know our spirit is uh, weighed down in his presence. In some way, actually, his presence, the virtuous man's presence, actually disapproves them and makes them think otherwise. You know, C.S. Lewis said, um, um, Christianity, if false, is of no importance. If true, it's of great, infinite importance. There's no middle ground. There's nothing that moderately important, something like that, you know. If it is true, it's of infinite importance. If it is not true, it's of no importance. There's a clear division. You know, St. Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians, he also puts that in similar words. He says, resurrection is the key or keystone, the cornerstone of our faith. If there is no resurrection, our faith is in vain. In other words, St. Paul is saying, we find our life and purpose and meaning and joy from that place of eternity, from God, life after death, from there that we find our purpose in life here in this life. If there is no those things, there's nothing in this life. We could just live whatever way we want to, and it leads to a depressive, futile thinking. So let's uh, take this scene to the gospel, and this is something that's displayed here in the gospel, where Jesus becomes threatening to the Jews. You know, if you listen to the Gospels the last two, three days, there's a tension between Jesus and the Jews. Jesus' teaching, Jesus' way of uh, doing things actually threatens their security, their religious system, and that they actually find, in Jesus' presence, they find actually uh, threatened, and that they plot to sort of put him to death which we see in the first reading towards the end of it, it says, let's uh, put him, uh, test him with cruelty and torture, and let's put him to you know, shameful death and see what end he will come to. 
And that's something of the, 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 the scene that's displayed in the, as the readings. In two weeks' time, we'll be pre, uh, celebrating Good Friday. Uh, so the readings are setting up in motion. So they're actually bringing out, in some ways, how the Jews plot to kill Jesus. In some ways, they, they, the, the, the ungodly, the plot of the ungodly in the first reading is actually displayed later on. So they put him to an end, and we know the result. We know the result and what it turns out to be. This actually challenges us believers, as people of faith, we play that role of a virtuous man. Not to say that we judge or condemn anyone, those who do not believe, but in some ways, our lives should witness and actually challenge the world with the worldview of those ungodly. The way we love, with the way we serve, the way we endure our trials, the way we find our meaning and purpose should challenge the worldview of those who do not believe in God and after life. We become the instrument of God in this world for God actually to just to, in some way, draw them, draw those who do not believe, those who do not share our faith, to draw them closer to God. You know, it's a temptation sometimes in our culture today is to sort of compromise truth in the name of inclusiveness or just, you know, just being friendly, being one with people, uh, that it's it sometimes actually you know tempt us to compromise the truth. While we love and uh, you know embrace everyone equally, there's also the need to display the truth of our life, our belief in God, our belief in the resurrection, our belief in you know the trials and challenges that the sufferings that we go through, in some ways they all stand as a witness to God and afterlife for those who do not share those faith. So let's uh, pray for this grace that we be guided um, by, the, by this truth, by the truth of who God is and who we are and uh, to which glory we are all drawn to by believing in Jesus.